Chewy. What's going on, Steph? How you doing, girlfriend? Pretty good. You kind of cut it out, though. Am I? Hold on, yeah. one. Se- hold on, one sec. Can you hear me now? It's a little bit better. It's just kind of like muffled. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh man. Hold on. Let me call you right back. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. What about now? Huh? What about now? Oh yeah, that's better. Girl, that's because all them I got the the fan on, the air condition on, everything is just on. That's why it's probably making all that noise. Oh my goodness! I'm just so. It sounds like like a phone call because it just was like it just was muffled. Um, oh, my bad. Okay, how are you today? Um, I'm, I'm ready to record the self-control. I'm ready. What happened? I'm ready to record ourselves. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing going on with you? That's it? taking medicine and naps. Oh, whatever, Steph. You just, now you woke. Yeah, stay woke. But anyways, what's up, everybody? This is your girl, Virtuous TV and Company. My co-host, Miss Stephanie Hackenhall. What's up, Stephanie? Hello, Valencia. Hello, everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, we're going to get into this because, you know, of course, I had to turn my air off. And, you know, I don't want to suffocate while we're doing this podcast. But anyways, um, I want to talk about um, self-control. I um I feel like this is not only a subject but it's a topic that many people, you know, nowadays are definitely dealing with, you know, with sitting at home and having to, you know, you know, uh go through a different transition or go through a different life cycle or a different schedule while they're at home or even going back to work. So I wanna talk about like just self control in general because sometimes this is something we struggle with. I can say for for me, I have struggled with certain areas of self-control for myself. What about you, Steph? Definitely. Um, it, it's actually a lifelong um, discipline for each of us on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, self-regulation is something that you actually are taught. Mm-hmm. And how to frame whatever, you know, I guess you could say has a hold on you or what holds you back. Um, I know for me, is I overthink a lot mm. and like thoughts can go crazy mm-hmm. and just, I can go from point A to point Z mm. <laughs> in uh, what feels like a matter of minutes. Mm-hmm. But I know um, I like kind of looked over some things about it because I don't know anyone who has not dealt with self-regulation and the task of trying to regulate oneself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lifetime practice. Of course. What about you? Let me tell you. So the I, I feel you on the self, like when it comes to overthinking, you know, when it comes to having that type of self-control, it that's always been a struggle for me because in the past, 
I think, you know, I think the older I got and the more I started to develop as a woman, I started to go through different experiences. And so certain experiences taught me, oh, okay, well, this is what this is always going to be like. And sometimes that wasn't the case. So here I was overthinking uh, an incident or a situation. And I'm just like, man, that's you get wore out. You wear yourself out overthinking. Like that's a whole nother job. And I would. I definitely would find myself in those little, you know, in those little memories of just overthinking the situation. It wasn't what it was, you know, what it panned out to be. Or I I didn't have enough faith in myself to, you know, just to calm down and say, you know what, let's just go with the flow. Let's just not um, let's not have control over everything, because that's where I feel overthinking comes in. You want to have control over every little thing. And that's not the case, you know, um, uh, I think when it comes for uh, over, you know, self control, I um, used to get upset a lot. Oh my God, Stephanie, girl, that's another part of me that I think I had to work on because, you know, that's a lot of self control too. You know, you being somewhere not having enough patience, um, you know, thinking the wrong thoughts. You know, somebody could have done something. Here you are, you you going off on the wrong person. Like self control when it comes to you know you and your emotions. Like that's that's deep, that's real deep. What yeah. about you? Mine is again, it's the overthinking, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna share this. Um, Ken Fujita, who's a professor of psychology at Ohio State University, mm-hmm. he describes the brain as hardware. Mm-hmm. So he's saying our brains are hardware. So now we have to within the hardware have software Mm. so that way we use the hardware properly Mm. so it it goes back to having like the tools and I realize everyone's lives are different everyone grew up differently parenting scenarios are different Mm -hmm. but um, for example one thing that really stood out to me when listening to a TED Talk, which was done by Jonathan Bricker, mm-hmm. he stated that, oh, and let me just tell you quickly, Jonathan Bricker, he is internationally recognized as a scientific leader, and his form of therapy is called acceptance and commitment therapy. Mm-hmm. So he was saying instead of trying to push away um, what could be a negative thought or a craving or an idea, just stop, acknowledge it, and then go deeper and say, okay, why am I feeling this mm. way? What has happened to cause me to feel this way? Mm-hmm. That's good. So that way we don't get into that cycle of beating ourselves up. Mm-hmm. which can often happen when we behave or do something that we don't, we aren't so much proud of. Mm. That's that's really good because, I th- I've, like I said, you know, that self-control and having the notion to say, you know what, hey, hold on, wait a minute. This could go another way if I react different. But if I act, yeah. react the same way all the time, I'm going to get end up getting the same result, you know, I think about, you know, the last time I got so upset 
and you know you get upset and you you like you know what you fly off the handle you say things you can't get that back you cannot you cannot get that back and that's that's a hard that's a hurtful feeling it is very hurtful when you cannot get back words you've already put out there towards someone it's like cutting them you can't take the scar back you can't take it back so you know I definitely understand when you know you're fully emotions and you know what you what what could you do better you know um like I said I had an incident where I said something instead of, I felt so bad about it the person didn't talk to me for a while and that hurt oh wow yeah it hurt when a person can't talk to you when you want to talk to that person and then they shut you off because you didn't say something you ain't got no business saying but you knew you and deep down inside you already felt that you know, you right felt that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, another thing All that... Right. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I'll, go ahead. I was going to say that, you know, for for me also, you know, when it comes to self-control, like not trying to get ahead of the game, you know, learning mm-hmm. how to go with the flow. You know, that's another part of uh, having self-control. You know, sometimes we deal with wanting to have the control of the situation all the time, and that's not... Yeah. That's not logic. You know, that's not no. like sometimes you got to fall back and be like, okay, let me just kind of roll with it. Yeah. Go ahead. And then some things um, that Jonathan Bricker pointed out too, there are some things you just really just need to take a moment and just realize, oh, this may be one of the circumstances where mm-hmm. I just need to flow mm-hmm. and see where this leads me because it could That is true. It's not. Yeah. They need, you've got to hone them in so at least they can comprehend what's going on. And the thing is, it's said in the way of parenting, not to go in and fix whatever is bothering your child. Mm-hmm. That's a part of development. Mm-hmm. So if they're angry, you know, I'm crying, you know, but somebody got the pink sprinkle cookie and um, to actually sit and 
And that goes for parents, too. You know, self-control goes for parents. You know, it's very, you have to have some patience when you're dealing with children. You know, nobody teaches you, say, hey, you know, here goes your book. This is how you raise your children. No, this is something you learn along the way. That first child, that's your experiment. That second child, you kind of got it down pat. But, you know, self-control as a parent is important because, you know, children mark everything that the parent does or the reaction that they have with something taking place place you know they learn these characteristics along the way um I can't say for me as a parent that's something I had to work on you know my child told me one day before he's like you know mom you you know you I'm kind of sensitive you know and I think I think at that time I was cracking jokes and he told me he was like mom I'm sensitive and I had to back you know I was like I had to pull back because I was like oh my god I'm hurting your feelings um, you, you know, and I didn't know, but thank God he spoke up and said something. Had he not said anything, just think how that could have scarred him going forward. God forbid. But, you know, sometimes we don't look at our children and say, you know what? I need to have self-control in these areas because we don't realize how much that they pick up on those, you know, those type of issues or the even problems, you know, um, that's another thing. Um, when I was teaching, um, working in the school, you could tell with smaller children what was going on in the house and how these children didn't have these types of self-control because they were mocking their parents. They were doing everything, emulating everything that the parent was doing. But it's like you just sit there and you just watch them. You're like, wow, this is what goes on at home. You know, you don't have to ask any question because you see it in the child, you know. And I mean, I think that's really, really um important when you're observing children or you're going through um you're doing an assessment on certain children you can tell um where they pick up certain characteristics so self-control is very very important um I want to ask you this question um Stephanie has there ever been a time where you had to like have self-control in a situation you you know where you had to make this really really tough decision you know and I'm gonna say this that's really I'm gonna say personal because when you're dealing with in relationships with men do you have do you think self-control is something that you should have as a woman or vice versa I, I feel both parties definitely need to have self-control mm-hmm. because it's, again, it's, it's two different people, two different upbringings, two different ideologies mm-hmm. coming together to try to build something together. So mm-hmm. you definitely have to have self-control. Um, I know with a lot of women, um, they just kind of go with whatever the guy wants to do. And mm-hmm. that leads to emptiness and unfulfillment and loss of oneself. And I'm so confused why I even do this mm-hmm. path versus
mm-hmm. if there are disagreements. Um, for me, I, for one, don't deal with destroying the property and how, you know what I mean, the furniture and breaking all the things that we take. I subscribe to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like the outcome some sort of way um, there has to be communication to where you guys could go and maybe see somebody to kind of help with that because that's a scary environment mm-hmm. which is definitely what you don't want and you don't want to bring children into Oh, you know, and that's something, you know, we look at, too, when we talk about families. I mean, we talk about adults and children and self-control. You know, a lot of these things can be hereditary. You know, Not just hereditary, but, like, they follow generations. You know, the self, you, you think about different nationalities and how they were brought up. You know, we look at things nowadays like, oh, okay, you know, we don't do that because that's not acceptable. But other cultures may look at it and say, you know what, that's this is what we do. You know, that's just how we are. Um, I think self-control comes in the form of, you know, when you look at your mom and dad and how they, you know, how they discipline you growing up. Those are the same type of things you may do for your child growing up. You may change some things different, but you may definitely use some of those, you know, those skills. But um, I think when it comes to, you know, having self-control as an individual, I think you have to look at yourself deep way deep down inside and say, you know what, what are some things I need to change about myself? You know, because some people feel like they got it all together. They think they got it all wrapped tight, all together. And it's almost like, okay, what are some things I can work on to to better assess myself, to better, you know, to better maneuver that way I can, I can some way, somehow have some type of victory, you know, and I... Definitely be open to, like, um, if, and this is tricky, if someone asks for feedback, mm-hmm. that person needs to definitely, definitely be open to what is given to them because if it's a person that really cares about them, mm-hmm. I don't think they would say anything intentionally mm-hmm. to be harmful. Absolutely. But if, you know, if a person is asking for a perspective, one of those things where you can't be upset if you ask someone for their perspective or opinion of what could be happening inside of yourself. Mm, yeah. You know, I um, I look at... The, the reason why I brought up self-control because, you know, there are some things that I struggle with, you know, from here, you know, from time to time. And those things, you know, I definitely, you know, pray about and I ask God, you know, why... Um, why is this area so can be difficult than other areas? Other areas, I'm like, oh, okay, that's a breeze. But then other areas are like, whoo, Jesus, you know, like, wh- why am I, why, why is it complicated there? You know, why is it complicated in that one particular part of my life? And I'm just like, whoo, Jesus, I don't want to go through this no more. You know, and it's not, and it's, it's there's a lesson there. Not only there's there's a lesson there, but there's you know if you look at the 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 irony of the the test or the the situation, you find that there's victory there, 
you find that there's so much victory there once you learn to overcome that that certain whatever it may be. Or do you end up, you know, overcoming, getting to that point where you say, you know what, I have self-control in that area. That's not an area I need to worry about. You know, that's not a concern. You know, um, I look at Second Peter um, for, uh, 1, 5 through 7, and it reads, for their... For this very reason, make effort to add to your faith, goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and self-control to perseverance, and to perseverance, um, godliness, and to godliness, mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love. Wow. So that means you... And what that second Peter is saying to me that I'm hearing loud and clear... Mm -hmm. It's going to be something you work on for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to keep working on yeah, it. That's a that's a work in progress, honey. Shoot, mm -hmm. if we had it all together, we wouldn't be. Shoot, we'll be cleaner than a penny. <laughs> we'll be clean. You know, we'll be spick and span. You know, but thank God there are things that we we want to work on. We want to be diligent in. We want to have the knowledge in. We want to persevere. You know. You know, we want to get to that point where God is saying, well done. You know, I think that's that's definitely evident to a lot of people's lives who are saying, you know what, you know, I'm not perfect, but I'm working on some things one day at a time. Now, I want to I want to talk about this. What what do you say to a person who um, who not only struggles with self-control, but the, the this the insecurity that goes along with that stuff? Do you think that when it comes to self-control and the um, a person dealing with insecurity, do, do do you think those two go hand in hand? I feel like they definitely can. Mm -hmm. And to that person, I would say, what are you truly afraid of? Mm -hmm. What happened in the past, or what are you anxious about for the future? Mm -hmm. What what is causing you to react in this way? Because have you ever had, like, those scenarios where there'll be, like, big reaction and no one knows why except for the person that's doing it? Yep. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, we don't know what's going on. Yeah. Like, it just, it shifts. And it's because of something going on in their brain mm. and in their mind that we don't know. Um, case, case in point, the, the, <laughs> me and one of my friends, we had went to one of the big beauty stores, and, you know, we just were in there, you know, thing, testing out the stuff back when they had testers before COVID-19, <laughs> and suddenly we can hear this lady Oh my gosh, and when I tell you we looked, he 
everybody in the store. Y'all yeah. all like, after me. Because no one knew what was happening. Um, I know he had, at one point, because of where I was positioned in the store, mm-hmm. uh, I know he had, like, stepped away from her for a minute. He went to, like, the... And so I don't... Know. self-control for for you to lose complete control in a store to lose complete control you know whatsoever but in a store at that magnitude to where you alarm everyone in there Hmm. But you see it today in time. You know, that does, that's something that people don't really reverence to because they feel like when I lose control, that's what I, that's just my human nature. I don't care if you're watching social media. I don't care if you're in the streets of New York, Detroit, wherever you are. You see where people have don't have that <laughs> immense amount of self-control at all. You know, you, you can pull up a video in less than 10 seconds and watch a video of someone popping off. Or getting into a fight or, you know, just acting crazy. And it's like people don't care. They don't care. I mean, at one point in time in my life, I didn't care either. Because you could get cussed out in a minute. Like, I could cuss you out or I could say some things to you. And it's like, it didn't matter. It did not matter. And I felt like, you know, I feel like this is where, this is where people are headed. They're, they're, they're like, you know what, oh well. You know, um... I remember being in a Burger King one time, and this dad was there with his kids. He was actually there with his family. And, honey, he went. He was popping off. I mean, popping off like popcorn and a, 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 a kettle corn bag. <laughs> he was popping off. And his son was sitting there. You know, he was just a little, he had been about three, three or four years old looking up at his dad, act a fool. I mean, act a plum fool. So the guy, the dad picked up the soda and threw it at the guy in the back. By the grease, by the grease where they pull out the fries and everything just said whoosh. And yeah. I say, and I looked at it and I, and I want, I should have said, now this, this, my friends, is what we call niggerish. This is, this is literally what we call niggerish because for you to act like that in front of your child, I'm not calling the brother a nigger. I'm just saying his actions were very niggardly. But I just feel like for you to act this way and your child is looking at you is like, hmm, this is okay. This is how my dad is. And, this is how I'm going to be. Can I say this, though? Mm-hmm. I'm glad you did not say anything. Yeah. Because he would have in turn threw that rage at you mm-hmm. when you were trying. But there are times where I've had to say something. I was in the bank one time, and this guy was in there going off. I know. But, 
definitely. This, this is one of those moments, and I'm not a person who is like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, that things can escalate to where you do call the police. You're right. You're right. But sometimes people just need to be told, like, that ain't right, bruh. You know, somebody just need to, to be the grandma somewhere, be, you know, be a good uh, a, a good Samaritan somewhere. Say, you know what, bro, that ain't how the way to act. That's not what to do. Just like when you had all those protesters out there and you had people busting down windows and you, they, the media thought it was black people, but it was really white people. Then you had people telling like, like, no, don't do that because they think it's us. You know what I'm saying? You making us look bad. And we just trying to silent protest. I feel like sometimes somebody need to say something. Somebody need to step up. This man was popping off in the bank because the woman ran out of envelopes and she didn't have anything to put his money in. So he going off. Of, I said, and I just looked at him. I said, you know what? It it was a. So I'm telling my teller in front of me. I said, you know what? I thank God for waking me up this morning. I thank God for you know giving me a peace of mind. I think you know. So I just started saying all these things, and so the guy that's going off looks at me, and I said, I thank God I'm not in here acting no damn fool in the bank. <laughs> oh, so. Envelope, and and then it's just one of those. You gotta stop and breathe and mm-hmm. think. That's what it is, because he really was mad about the envelope. Mm-hmm. He was mad about something else. Girl, he was mad about. Girl, he was popping off. He thought he was finna, you know, he thought it was his day. And I'm thinking, like, you know, you see, of course you see a lot of that in New York. But my thing is, some of it can just, you know, it, ain't, it don't even have to go that far. You don't even look at the people around you and know that you're affecting everybody's day. You're just trying to mess up everybody's day. <laughs> That ain't gonna happen, you know. And I just some like I said, people, I, I, you know, I have to go to this too. Some people, I just, this is a huge thing. If someone has literally lost control of themselves and they can be a danger to others, you do need to call for law enforcement, or mm-hmm. you need to have a fifty-one fifty put on that person. Did you say 5150? Yes. What's that? And that that is a psychiatric hold. (laughs) Some people need, some people actually need those. Did you say 5150 is a psychiatric hold? That is what it's for. Okay. But some people really are like beyond. Yeah, they, they extra. If it if it's a danger, yeah, call and have a fifty one fifty, and what will happen is they will be taken to the hospital and they will monitor this mm. person's actions and behaviors over um, I don't know how many hours mm-hmm. of holding it is, but they need to be monitored. So, and if it's a relative, you would rather them be monitored in this setting. Mm-hmm. them just being thrown in prison. Yeah. Yeah, or out there just on the street doing whatever, if you care. Yeah. You know? You yeah. know, I so never heard of 5150. That's new for me. That's definitely, oh, yeah. definitely new for me. Um, that I did, I was laughing because I was like, 5150? I'm like, is that a phone number you call or, or what? <laughs> so, okay. Psychiatric calls. Oh, wow. Um, and some places have certain phone numbers. I think um, in the U.S., two one one 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, look it up. Google it. You better Google it. Needed for someone, um, or if you are indeed practicing self-regulation and you realize that something may not be adding up and it may be something going on with chemicals in your body, mm-hmm. go for it. It's not a shame in anything with helping oneself. Mm. Well, I'm just saying, I'm 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 gonna work on my self control. You gonna work on your self control? Wait, say it again. I said I'ma work on my self control. You gonna work on your self control? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And um something I know that helps me a lot, um, which was even suggested and I was like, Wow, I was regulating, I didn't even know. Um, if things um too overwhelming or like too many thoughts like racing through my mind you can either do a technique that they call redirection or um removal but that's a little different um redirection is where you can you know sing or you can listen to music and my thing is listening to music Mm -hmm. or you can read a book or you can do coloring something like that or you could go for a walk. Your brain a time to like detox. Mm-hmm. Just be able to breathe for a minute, figure out what's happening, then revisit it. That's what's up. Well, uh, oh, and I did. Um, before we finish up, I do need to go ahead and shout out like some pretty good sources that I found. Okay. Um, I found two books for children self-regulation mm-hmm. and one of the books is called calm and alert mm-hmm. yoga and mindfulness practices to teach self-regulation well. and social skills to children Aww. and the author is helene mclaughlin okay and there's also another book for children and this one is specifically for children on the spectrum okay so this one is called self-regulation and mindfulness over 82 exercises and worksheets for sensory processing disorder, ADHD, and autism spectrum disorder. And that one's written by Marlisha Gibbs. Mm. And then for adults, I feel like this would be helpful for any household. Handbook of Mindfulness and Self-Regulation by Brian Austin, Michael Robinson, mm-hmm. and Brian Meyer, mm. and the source for my information about um, Kim Fujita and self-regulation practices are from NPR Life Kit. Awesome, awesome. That's 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 really evident because we need. If you know you're in an area of your life where you're struggling with certain self, you know, self-control, and in, in inevitable, you get help. You know, don't don't mm-hmm. think that you can fight this by yourself. You know, get help. Reach out to someone if you go to church, if you have a close friend or relative who you can open up and talk to. Or if someone comes to you and tells you that, hey, I think you, this is something that we're noticing. And don't turn down. You know, be open to it. Um, a lot of people don't know they have these certain issues and, and, unless someone else brings it to them. But it's up to the person whether they want to get the help or not. 
or whether they want to, you know, seek the advice of whomever is giving them the, you know, some help or what so forth. Um, so, you know, that's with that being said, you know, I I think this was a, uh, a definitely self-help, <laughs> almost like a wellness Wednesday for, um, you know, Girl Talk, because, you know, self-control is very, very important, um, Steph. And that's something that we want to um, do going, you know, have going forward as we mature, as we grow and as we, you know, build character, um, you know, and with this little life that we have. So. With that being said, Steph, you know, we're going we're gonna to conclude this podcast, Girl Talk. Um, today's topic was, you know, self-control. Um, once again, um, go back through, listen to the podcast, let us know what you think. Thanks, Steph. Thanks for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. Great weekend. <laughs> thanks, 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 thanks. Well, you guys have heard it from um, Virtuous Diva and co-host Stephanie Hackenhall, Girl Talk. Catch it, check us out on Instagram at I am Virtuous Diva. If you want to be on Girl Talk, hit me up at vdcinc15 at gmail.com. You guys be easy, be blessed, and work on your self-control. Peace out.